Hey, Rob. What do you think of our funky new football in Berkshire branding? They're great, Tom. Who's made them? They've been created by friend of FIB, Ellis Woods, who runs his own creative agency, Flair Media. He's heavily involved in grassroots football and kindly sponsors this very podcast. That's great. What else do they do? Well, it's funny you should say that, Rob. Ellis offers affordable digital marketing, digital and print branding like logos, banners, flyers and business cards, as well as website content creation and management. Go and have a look at flaremedia.online and tell Ellis we sent you. Hello and welcome to Berkshire Football Stories with Tom Canning and Rob Davis, a podcast that aims to dig deep into the history of the non-league and grassroots game across the county. We'll be working across the county from Sandhurst to Newbury and Windsor to Reading, looking for the stories, the quirky moments and all the best that our local game has to offer. I'd like to introduce my co-podder, Rod Davis. Rod? <laughs> Giving you a new name there, Rob. Uh, Rob Davis, who will be charting the various points of interest along the M4 corridor with me. Hello, Rob. Hi, Tom. How are you doing? I'm very well. I'm very well. Uh, you've went to... Where did you go this week? I went to Egham uh, to see Egham Town versus Binfield in the uh, rearranged fixture of yes. the, the uh, FA Vars first round. Did you read the um, Egham Town match report after the game um, on I the did, official Egham Town website? It's quite severe. Oh, it's right. quite um, for an official football club website of report own, of their own team. Yeah, yeah. it's quite uh, scathing, and mm. I, I love to see that. Like <laughs> you just you, you know you can't on your own official website you can't you know you can't criticize. It's very difficult to criticize the team that's playing because it's the official club website. Yeah, but boy, they go for it. It's, oh, it's, right. it's well worth a yeah. well worth a bit well, of a look. Um, well worth their win. The good. End, I'm so, glad yeah. to hear. It. I mean, it's always always good to see see a Berkshire side go through. So yeah, very very happy with that. Um, if you'd like to contribute, ask a question, offer a correction, or simply rave about the podcast online, then you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at fi Berkshire. Facebook by searching Football in Berkshire and of course you can visit the website www.footballinberkshire.co.uk It'd also be really great if you could give us a rating and a review on our podcast app, on our podcast app or on your podcast app in fact uh, to help get more people listening to this wonderful podcast that we have created Brilliant, alright, well let's tell you about a little bit about our podcast then uh, We've had some great results uh, great guests so far from Mark Ashwell Neil Richards, Steve Jimman Neil Baker and John Underwood, and you can go back and listen to those pods at any time. This week we're in conversation with former Sandhurst Town management team of Pete Browning and Steve Stairs, who were in charge of the Fizzers when AFC Wimbledon came to town for AFC Wimbledon's first ever competitive game. Yeah, well, the, I think the game was, was obviously all about the hype. Yeah. Um, I think from the, was it the Thursday night, we had loads of rain, do you remember? And we trained on the Thursday night and we'd had a massive downpour and got back to the changing rooms and the, and the pitch was three, three quarters of the pitch was underwater. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember and as it well. Was, it came it was, out lovely, didn't yeah, it, for the game? And on the, where it was at Sandhurst, it drained really quickly. Yeah. And then by the Saturday it came, it was, it was beautiful. So the pitch was, was, was lovely on the <laughs> Saturday. And, um, and yeah, we... we um, that, that obviously, all the hype was about they were going to bring two or three thousand, you know, supporters, and um, sure enough, I think it was about two and a half thousand in the end, wasn't there? There was, yeah, two yeah. and a half thousand, and um, as we drove in, we, as players and management, we could drive in round the back, um, but our social club was at the top at that stage, That's right. near yeah, the main was, road, yeah. Yeah. and the club had been absolutely taken over by these fans. With yeah. <laughs> 
It was quite a sight, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, and they had hay bales around the edge, didn't they, for, for the kids to stand on over the over the barriers, so they could reach up to the barriers. And and um, as far as the game went, I think we were a little bit overawed, weren't we? And I think in the in the first half, and I think from memory we we had a bit of a pop at them, didn't we? Because I think they were a little bit starstruck. <laughs> and we did we come in two nil down half time. Came in two nil down at half time. Yeah, and that's right. We had a bit of a pop at them, didn't we? And then second half, I think we came out and we won the second half, didn't we? I think we got a goal back, didn't we? And Pete Mulvaney scored. Yeah, and lost two one in the end. And that that apart from that, I don't really recall a great deal about the game other than <laughs> we've done quite well second half. But yeah, that was about the strength of it, really. And that's that's kind of. That was kind of about it. I remember um, when they scored their first goal, because the pitch had been so wet during the week. Yeah. The uh, there was a like um, a concrete oh, yeah. post and, and rail barrier around the pitch, and um, I mean there was a big surge once when they scored the goal, and, and the, the barrier came over sort of <laughs> 45, 45 degrees, degrees yeah. didn't it? Yeah, and had to be pushed back. Up. Yeah. Yeah, there are only little concrete bases to them, so but it, it, not it's, used it's, to. That's Twenty fans sort of leaning up against them, let alone let alone two hundred or three hundred or whatever it was. It's a flood meadow there. It's called Bottom Meadow, the ground. Yeah. So yeah. that was the old flood meadow. But they did they they put some great drainage in yeah, because you did, could it. see that at some stages, um, you know, after torrential rain like today, um, midweek it, it could it? be it could be six to eight inches across the pitch. And by the Saturday, we were able to play a game on it, which is quite something. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. And that happened a few times, didn't it? Yeah. I should do some introductions. Um, so I'm sat with Pete Browning, who was Sandhurst Town manager in 2002-2003 season in the Combined Counties League. And Steve Stairs, and you were the assistant manager to Pete in that season. Yeah. And um, we're just talking about... Um, probably would you say possibly one of certainly one of the biggest games at the time for, for Sandhurst um, the, the the first game of the season for Sandhurst against AFC Wimbledon and actually AFC Wimbledon's first ever competitive game uh, at, at what as, as you say Pete at Bottom Meadow yeah. um, and I remember seeing some pictures at the time there were, you know as you say hay bales around the ground um, and all that kind of thing and uh, I just want to thank you both for, for taking time out to talk to me um, so yeah, so you so, so sort of build up to that day, that, the sort of the Thursday. Did you, who was playing for you at the time? What, what, who, which names? Were, Pete Mulvaney. I remember Pete Mulvaney very well. Um, read him in the back of the Bracknell News every week, score, scoring all the time. Who else yeah. did you have playing for you? We had a lot of local lads, yeah, um, and three or four from Farnham because right. I'd previously managed at Farnham, so we'd um, brought some old faithfuls across with us. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Roberts was playing, playing wasn't he? And uh, yeah. Darren Wilson. I was Sparky think, there at that time? No, I don't no. think so. Paul Cam was uh, in goal for us, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So we had a quite a, a, a reasonable side, a mix of experience and young local lads. And it was a good blend. It really was. Yeah. I think it was probably our best season. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think we'd done, done very well that season, mm. didn't we? And uh, there was some, you know, there was some good sides in the league. I think well, Wimbledon, I think you mentioned, come third that season. Yeah, and I did. think... Might have been Wallingford or Cove won it that year. So I, I wrote I wrote down just before I came to see you. I had a quick look at the league table from that season. 
quite astonishingly, three teams finished with a hundred above a hundred right. points. That's right. And that so Whitdean with Dean, Dean yes, yeah. finished with 124. AFC Wallingford, now Wallingford Town, yeah. 115, and Wimbledon, AFC Wimbledon, 111. Yeah. So even a hundred points wasn't enough to no. to get you no. up. And you guys finished sixth, which yeah. was pretty good for us. You know, we yeah. had limited resources. Yeah. We, had, we had very, yeah, very little budget. I, I remember, I remember, sort of back then, Sandhurst was sort of was well, certainly a club I didn't know very much about, but. It always seemed you were punching above, you know, no, no disrespect, but you were punching a little bit above your weight at that no, time. Absolutely, we were, yeah. yeah. And that? Yeah, we, we, I think we relied a lot on sort of camaraderie, team, yeah. team spirit, getting all the lads together. What it's we did. Big social. Yeah, we didn't have, we didn't have a, a, hardly any budget, but we always used to make sure we went out once a month or yeah. twice a month, you know, got everyone together and we just had that sort of togetherness. You know, we were very united in, in the way, yeah. in the way we we sort of went about it, and you know, we go we go away together at the end of the season. You know, all the lads would would go. If the ones that didn't, we try and put pressure on them to go, and and, <laughs> and it was very much that sort of way, really. It was sort of siege mentality, sort of scenario, really. Yeah. The best thing about the league finishing like that was that we got to play Wimbledon, Wimbledon again the following season. Yes. Yeah. 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 So that yeah, so they, so did, was it the same sort of thing the following season? Was it a similar amount of fans, or was it? It was a midweek game, I think. Oh wow! I think it was a midweek game, sort of midway through the season. I remember playing away up there. Yeah, that was on Saturday. Well, the game was at home the following season was um, we drew two all, and Mark Boyle That's scored right. both did. goals again. We, I think we were two 0 down in that game yeah. as well. Yeah, we were. And but I that think we season, had a similar sort of scenario. <laughs> that season we took points at least a point off every side in the league. Yeah. So there's a stat <laughs> that's, that's crazy. That's, yeah. that's absolutely crazy. So just so in in that in that game, that first game of the season, did that does that sort of set the tone for the season, that first game? Is it and and especially like, you know, you're almost go you've almost got a free hit, you guys, that week, because surely no one is mm. expecting Sandhurst who who, who, you know, everybody at this point has heard of AFC Wimbledon and were playing Sandhurst. And yeah. We had everything to gain, didn't we? And yeah. We, and, and it did us, did us good, really. Yeah, um, I think, I remember the, the game after that, we played Feltham on the Tuesday night. Do you remember that? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I questioned whether we could oh, I see. reach yeah, the level the that, we, that we reached in the second half of the Wimbledon game. Um, questioned the players as to yeah. whether we could, you know, and if we, if we could... Then we, you know, we'd, we'd have a good season, and um, I mean, as it turned out, we did. And I can't yeah. remember what the result against Felton was actually, <laughs> but it's a long time it, ago now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it must uh, be fifteen years ago. I mean, finishing it. finishing sixth in a in a division where three teams got over hundred points. That's that's no, uh, that's no, no. No, poor no, effort, it was good. I think there was quite a lot of teams in the league that year. I think there was forty six league games. Or yes, something you're silly. right. There were forty six league yeah. games. Yeah. Um, so I remember that I seem to remember the day. Was it big, bright, sunny day? It I know was, you said it was, was raining yeah. beforehand. It was quite remarkable day. that it that it um, that it drained as well as it did, really. Because um, now what I know about Bottom Meadow is whenever so whenever I was following Bracknell and we would have a pre-season friendly at Sandhurst mm. would be the mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. so there was right on training nights. Over. Yeah, I can imagine. Just to get bitten to bits. I can <laughs> imagine some of these some of these AFC Wimbledon boys coming down a little bit to. To bottom meadow and like kind of just going home with bites from from Sanders mosquitoes. Or <laughs> a little bit like that, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. So do you, do you remember what you said to the lads at half time? 
to, to GM up? Not specifically, but I think it was somewhere along the lines of, you know, get your fingers out your backsides and... Same as know, every week, uh, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, more, you know, more that we didn't need to be overawed by them. Yeah. And that, you know, they were, a lot of their players were sort of of our level and and we went out and give a good account of ourselves second half. I think first half we just sort of sat off and were yeah. a little bit, you know, wary and in awe of them. And then second half we had a go at them and, yeah, half-time came at a probably good time, really. Do you remember what sort of the atmosphere in the crowd was like? Was it especially sort of amongst the AFC women? Were they, was it, were they just happy to have a club? Cause yeah, I think so. Their, their club had, had been ripped away from them at the time. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Because Wimbledon was still playing, I think. They may well have been, yes. Yeah, they were, so they were then. Yeah, yeah, it they was were. like a breakaway season. MK, weren't they? I think they're still at Park. I think they may well have been, yes. I'll have to double check that. But yeah, that may well be that may well be the case. But they, because they... The story goes that they got a load of players on a on a park in 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 Merton or something like That's that, right. yeah. and they picked their team from that, didn't they? I think they, they had trials, didn't they? Yeah, I think they had a sort of mm. two or three different yeah. trials. Yeah, yeah. So it was yeah, it was all a bit um, it was a bit strange. I mean, it was a very <laughs> you know you, you kind of didn't know what to expect either because obviously it was all new. Yeah, you know how the, how was it all going to pan out? It could have could have fallen flat on its face. You know, I I played for Aldershot when when it came when they came back into the football yeah. league, and that was the first thing. And that, it was a similar sort of uh, sort of thinking behind it, really, because no one really knew how that was going to take off. You know, they they were sort of budgeting on crowds of you know eight hundred and fifty, and all yeah. of a sudden they were getting <laughs> fifteen hundred. So it was it was all a little bit. How's this going to work? And, I know from from managing much lower, managing a team at much lower level, but when you get those fixtures from the start of the season, did you sort of look at it and go, oh, oh, okay, yeah. right? Does, does that does that come into your thinking, or are you just sort of what about this Wimbledon? About, game? Yeah, you've got this AFC Wimbledon game first. No, not not really for that because it made our jobs a bit easier, um, holding on to the players that we had. Yeah, um, you know, with the prospect of a couple of games against. Wimbledon, the first one being at home straight away, because normally, well, I used to hate pre-season because players come and go, and yeah. we never had any, anything that we could offer people that would make them stay necessarily. Um, it was only like Steve says, it was the it was the spirit of the club, and but I don't think we recruited anybody in particular, did we? But we didn't lose anybody. No, which no, was the important no. thing. I think there was a lot of it was sort of. You know, so it wasn't daunting. It was, thing, it was, wasn't it was it? an exciting prospect. Yeah, that first game, and it was good for the. The other thing I was going to say was it's really good for the people on our committee because we had a big committee, hard-working committee, who actually um, they secured one of the first lottery grants to build that ground right. at Bottom Meadow, um, which was around about. 95-ish okay and all those guys on the committee had worked together tirelessly and this kind of seemed like a bit of a reward for them yeah. you mm-hmm. know and, and they had a they had a great day because yeah. everything <laughs> they did worked well for them yeah they did and um you know they, they were real nice people real good people too yeah is, is anybody still there from 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 when you guys were there well not Don't, not no, from those so. days i think it's I, all sort of split I up think, now i still i still see mick Lofty, Mick Morgan and, and John Parker. So they're involved at Farm Town now, right? 
and I go down there to watch quite regularly, yeah. and I quite often bump into them, and they always they always mention the Sandhurst days, and they yeah. always say, yeah. you know, oh, it was great when you were there, you know, you and <laughs> Pete, you know, best best times we had, which is very nice of them to say so, but you know, they 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 were just proper football people yeah lovely 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 people couldn't do enough for you i lived for the club didn't yeah they? You know, and they do the same now down at farnham you know they, yeah. they you know they're both well into their 70s now and they're just doing exactly the same for farnham town and as pete said it was just really nice for them really um one of the things i, I, I do remember from and, and you, you guys might might both have been at sandhurst at the, at the time but i mean and i think you still do it now but i just remember one of the things that was really clear was going to a football ground having a cup of tea in a in a proper mug and just getting a, <laughs> did that happen do you remember if that happened on the day because i can only imagine 2000 oh, mugs yeah, i think a few, they, had a few, yeah, <laughs> they, had, they had a few different um yeah. you know like uh, vans and yeah. burger vans and things that probably took care of most of that yeah. yeah and the bar up at the uh, sports and social club yeah. of course yes mm. yeah. so where, where did everybody park well, I, I think because it was early in the season I think they all parked on the field didn't they right on the big field done. and also they must have used public transport yeah a lot of them yeah I mean again you know that was an, another bonus of the game was you know the, the, the revenue that it brought in yeah. for the club you know not just that season but the following season yeah. so they kind of were able to budget off the back of that a little bit. I mean, I can't remember what the crowd was second season, but again, it, it sort of almost financed the club throughout the whole season, really. For, well, most clubs you know. would have found that as well yeah. in the yeah. league. Yeah, it was absolutely. their payday and kept them afloat. Yeah. So there's, obviously, there's been a few clubs since then that have gone have gone through and done that same yeah, thing. Yeah, Guernsey. And, yeah, uh, yeah, FC United of Manchester as well, thinking yeah. of teams like that. And um, yeah. there, there's, there's definitely a really obvious one that I'm forgetting, but... Um, it, it's certainly been a. There's certainly been some some good paydays for some for some for some different. Absolutely, clubs. and I think I think clubs down that that end of the pyramid, they they need things like that. You know, we again, I go and watch a lot of non-league football and at sort of Evo Stick level. And Westfield have recently yeah. gone up into the Evo Stick league, yeah. and they've they've gone up on the premise that they've got to have certain work done yeah. um, before the end of this season. Otherwise, potentially they can get demoted um and the you know i know a couple of guys over there and they were talking about the sort of figures that you know they're talking about a hundred thousand pound that they've got to spend and it's a lot of it's needless in my opinion you know they've got a certain amount of seats you know they get 200 people in the ground (laughs) yeah and they've got to have three or four hundred seats or whatever it is and you know so for these clubs have got to generate that money somehow and and having a game like that is worth its weight in gold, you know. Yeah. And so clubs like that going through the league, in my opinion, it's just sad to see what happened originally yeah. to them. But ultimately, you know, it's, it was great for the other clubs, and it's you know, same with Aldershot, of course. So, you know, they they were they were exactly the same. So yes, I think that's probably the yeah. obvious one I'm thinking of. Yeah, that you know, everybody got a payday out of Aldershot yeah. as well. Yeah. So and also for players as well, they get the prestige of playing in front of a big crowd yeah. which you know players of our level quite often never had the chance to do that so to actually be able to you know show off your you know show what you're made of in front of a, a reasonable crowd and yeah. also put you in the shop window there was loads of benefits to it loads did, of did, uh, did crowds at Sanders 
pick up a little bit after that? Did you retain some of those supporters? Do you know? Or? Probably not. I don't think. No. I can't recall. I mean, we never. If we got more than a hundred people through through yeah. the gate, that was a big, a big crowd. You know, maybe local derby. We occasionally got 100, 150, but yeah, not not very yeah. often. So it was, <laughs> yeah, it was really important to us. Thank you. Thanks, guys, for talking talking through that with me. And um, just, so what, what did you guys get up to after Sanders? Because I, I, now I can't remember at this point what time, at what point you both you both left. But well, we went there in two thousand. Yeah. And stayed there for ten years, more or less. John Underwood was at Bracknell. Yeah. And I think he took over as Bracknell manager. He did, yes. But it didn't work out for yeah. him. I saw an opportunity and phoned him and said, look, fancy coming, because Steve had been yeah. assistant manager. And well, I broke my leg, didn't I, as well? It was, yeah. Like, so it was, I was sort of struggling a bit, wasn't I? Yeah, and kind of, really, we'd done 10 years and and my mind started working, thinking, come over, come over, and I was thinking that maybe he'd want to take it on. Yeah. Because he's, well, you see now, he's done really yeah. well, hasn't mm. he? He's an ambitious guy and he knows knows what he's doing. Um Anyway, I don't know whether it's halfway through that season or the following season. He said, oh, I'm going to see Hartley Whitney about a job over there. Mm. I said, well, why is that? Why, why do you want to go there? He mm. said, well, I want to, I want to be a manager. Yeah. Mm. I said, oh, I fully understand that. I said, um, what about being a manager here? Um, you know, we're, we're getting a bit long in the tooth for it, really. I think you we know, were struggling that season as well. It gets a bit we? stale, doesn't it? And um, needs freshening up. Yeah. And rather than get a sack... <laughs> you know, and finish on bad terms with people. It was better that the transition came through that season, and um, yeah, that's that's what that's it did, and it, it sort of boosted them a little bit as well, didn't it? Because yeah, that, I think we were sort of in the bottom five at that yeah, point. It was it was a struggle, wasn't it? And um, I, I think he Lawrence. came along, didn't he? he? Brought a few lads in from Bracknell and various, yeah. you know, from some of his contacts, mm. and he sort of, I think they, I think they sort of finished. Lower, lower half, wasn't it? But they were quite safe from relegation in the end. So it was, it was job done, wasn't it? Prior to that, um, we both played at Farnham. Um, that was yeah. bulk of our playing career. And then Farnham, we had a real success, successful season. Um, we won the league. Well, we won the league two years on the trot, the combined counties. And the start of the following season, we were supposed to ground share with Aldershot. Farnham yeah. Town was supposed to ground share with Aldershot. And um, we've just been reading about it again, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they pulled the plug the day before the season kicked off. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. So, Stezzy, um, Steve Harris, Sean May. Who else? Buckers. Steve, Steve Bucker. There's about five went to Aldershot and there's three or four of us went to Cove. And, of course, we're all crossing paths, you know, playing each yeah. other again. And So, we all went out and played. Well, we ended up back at Basingstoke, didn't we, together? Yeah, at Basingstoke, yeah. And then... I went to Farnham in '95 and managed there for five years. Eventually, got you playing over there in the end. Yeah, yeah, for a season. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, kind of uh, lost the job at Farnham and moved on to Sandhurst, which was a great club. Yeah. Really, really liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah really, really, yeah, really, really friendly club. Some some great people over there. Real like-minded people, weren't they? Yeah, it was terrific. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much for coming to talk to me. I, in fact, I came to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate no, it. Not at all. Thank not you. At all. 
That was our interview with the former Sandhurst Town management team of Pete Browning and Steve Stairs. Um, Saturday, seventeenth of August was the big day. Uh, are you aware of? Were you aware of this as a thing? No, I wasn't. No, not at all. Um, yeah, uh, it was a bit sort of out of my room at the time. I was still kind of uh, following Maidenhead. Obviously, I knew that um, uh, Wimbledon had had the problems with the MK yeah. Dons and they'd reformed a club, but I didn't realise it was all taking place so close to home. It was it was one of those things where I'd, I'd seen it mentioned in the paper and, and the following week, uh, it'd be interesting to maybe, um, it, we've got Andrew Bat on next week from the Wokingham Times and so most of this I will have seen in that in that sort of, that kind of mid, that era. Um, but it, it was it was it was quite incredible because you didn't quite realise how big it was. You know, the, the mm. people stood and sat on hay bales. It was yeah. there was there was thousands of people at Bottom Meadow. And, you know, we we've been to Bottom Meadow this week this season. Yes, and it, you know it's there's plenty of space, but if you're stood like doubled up, tripled up in in rows around the pitch, you know there's no there's no height to anything. There's no, no way no. to to sort of see over anybody else. So it really was quite an incredible event. Um, and of course, 18 years later, AFC Wimbledon are in the Football League. Absolutely, yeah. Some interesting stuff as well this week, talking about the Football League with Windsor, the Windsor chairman stating an aim to uh, get towards the, the Football League, uh, certainly be the best Step 5 club in the county. Absolutely. Um, obviously, always good to have goals. Uh, yeah. and, and But AFC Wimbledon sort of just shows it can be done, but they obviously had the momentum from, from the numbers of people that were interested in the club um, to yeah. be able to achieve it. And, and I, I've, I've even been... fan base. Oh, absolutely yeah. enormous. And I have seen AFC Wimbledon as well this season playing, they play Crystal Palace in a pre-season friendly at oh, Kings okay. Meadow. And, and, you know, it was it was packed. And, okay. it, and to, to think that, that there's probably people in that ground who were at this first yes, this first ever game was, was quite incredible. So Right, it's quiz time. Uh, followers of the, of the pod will know we have the same three questions every week. Uh, we write them down, get our answers, and then consult Wikipedia to see um, <laughs> who is closest to the actual figures. Uh, we've had four pods so far, and I believe I'm currently in the lead. You are, 3-1, yes. Um... Okay, shall I shall I do the questions? Go for gold. I've got the pens. The pens that we leave in this room that we borrow are still there. They just seem to stay there every week. So, um, semi confident this week. So yeah. <laughs> oh, are you? Okay, right. What was Sandhurst Town's record attendance at Bottom Meadow? Right. Got a good idea of this one. See, I have not got the faintest idea. Let's see. And I'm sure the problem is that I probably did discuss it on the interview, but I recorded the interview about two months ago. So. Uh, I'm I'm probably going to be quite far out. One of the benefits of listening fairly recently. <laughs> <laughs> what was the furthest Sandhurst Town I've ever reached in the FA Cup? Okay, this one I don't know. No, I don't know this one either. And finally, what year was Sandhurst Town founded? This one I do know. I feel like I sort of know this one, but I definitely... The hundred there, the centenary, very recently. All oh, right. In the last. It's on their badge. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Happy. Yes, I'm happy. Uh, okay. Shall we? We stop for a second while we work out the answers, and we'll come back to it. See you in a moment. Okay, we're back with some answers. So we'll go through each question. As, as I mentioned before, it's 3-1 to Rob currently. Uh, I don't think, having looked at the answers, that I'm in any danger of catching him up this time. But we'll see. I don't know what Rob's answers were. So. Uh, Sanders Town's record attendance at Bottom Meadow. I put two thousand. I put based on your interview with uh, <laughs> uh, Steve and Mark uh, two hundred and 
2,500. Okay, so the correct answer, I believe, was from the AFC Wimbledon game, and it was 2,449 for the AFC Wimbledon game on the 17th of August, 2002. Uh, so yes, you get the point for that one. So one one point to to you. Uh, furthest and obviously, if anybody's playing along at home, uh, that will be. Let us know your scores as well. What was the furthest Sandhurst reached in the FA Cup? Now I know I've got this one right because Ooh. I've checked the answers. What did you go for? I went for the third qualifying. Oh, I went for the second qualifying round. Oh right. Uh, so the second qualifying round is the correct answer. Two thousand and four, two thousand and five, and they lost to Leatherhead. Oh, did they? Yes. So yes. Uh, one all. Now, okay. unfortunately, I know from this point on, uh, there's only one winner because <laughs> yeah. uh, my answer is two years out and I know you've got the correct answer. I do, yeah. Uh, so what was the year Bracknell Town were founded? No, sorry, <laughs> not Bracknell Town. Uh, I forgot to check, just for anybody listening who's wondering why I've said Bracknell Town, we have a script every week and uh, I've forgotten to change <laughs> the name of the team that we're talking about from last week's script. So, uh, behind the curtain. Now, yeah, <laughs> a little bit <laughs> too much. process, yeah. What year was Bracknell Town founded? Oh, I've done Town. it again. <laughs> so what year was Sandhurst Town founded? It was founded in 1910. And um, you put 1910? I did put 1910. I put 1912. Oh, they've got so, 1910 on the bottom of their badge. Yeah. Which, you know, I, was trying to, I was trying to see it and I thought it was 1912. But there we go. So, um, so Rob is now 4-1 up Oof. in our quiz. Uh, that is all for week five. Have you learned a lot, Rob? I have indeed, yeah. It was a really interesting insight into that game. And um, like you said, it was a real, a real, um, really interesting to see what an occasion it was and you know how, how big the event was for the uh, town, San, both Sandhurst and yeah. uh, presumably Wimbledon on the other side. It must have been, yes, it must have been absolutely huge for, for, for both clubs, really. Mm-hmm. So what was interesting was obviously Sandhurst were their first opponents, and I think they were also the team that ended their winning run as well ah. some weeks later so some some months later it was it was the, the Sandhurst at the time were, were a very very good side they had some really good players in their team um, one of the ones I picked out from from the, the from the other game from the return fixture later on because uh, Pete and Steve showed me a lot of kind of newspaper cuttings and yeah. and they've got the programs from both games as well um, I don't know if anybody's familiar with the name Glenn Mulcair he uh, was the he was the um, well, I was going to say unfortunate, but you know, he was the guy that was uh, sent to prison for the phone hacking scandal at the, with the News of the World, really? and he okay. played in one of the games against Sanders, if not both, for, uh, Wimbledon. for AFC Wimbledon. Yes, wow. so uh, but they, they, uh, at the time, as I say, you know, Sanders had some some big local names in their in their in their squad, and, and wow. it was it was a good side at the time. They were combined counties premier. Uh, in episode six, we'll be speaking to, to Andrew Batt, former sports editor of the Wokingham Times, about what it was like covering football in the local area. You can also go back and listen to all the previous podcasts by searching uh, Berkshire Football Stories on your favourite podcast app. Looking forward to that one. Um, there will also be episodes with legendary Farnborough and Bracknell Town manager Alan Taylor and Bucks and Bucks FA chief exec Liz Verrill. Those are all to come. Um, we've got two more podcasts that we've just got to finalise. Uh, so we'll have a nice series of 10. We are at a halfway point currently. So uh, five more to go. Hope you're enjoying them so far. Don't forget you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at FI Berkshire. Facebook by searching Football in Berkshire. And of course you can visit the website www.footballinberkshire.co.uk. And of course, thank you to Ellis Woods at Flair Media for sponsoring the podcast. Bye. Bye.